Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Hasan Sorrells, and this is Tom Libby, and you are listening to the Growth Craft Podcast. This is a podcast that's designed to help you connect, help you expand, help you become a better member of the Growth Craft community. It's also designed to feature our startups, our advisors, and our founders, obviously the best possible light that they can be presented, but also to get you more information about their projects, their passions, and why they are doing what they are doing, and why they're a part of the Growth Craft community. Today, we are talking with Justin Fine, founder and CEO of Hedge Better Technologies, LLC. Welcome to the podcast, Justin. Guys, thanks so much for having me. Super excited to be here and uh, honored to be the first guest. I hope I uh, kick it off with a bang. Well, as I, like I said before, before we started recording, uh, we're going to go kind of quickly here. Um, we want to get you in the in. The, we want to get you connected um, as much as we possibly can with the Growth Calf community and get everybody to understand what it is that you're doing at Hedge Better and how you've put together this project and 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 what it is that you're uh, that you're seeking to uh, make a dent in in the universe. So let's start off with that question uh, for our listeners: uh, What is it that you do exactly? Yeah, for sure. So I'm sure, you know, all the listeners have heard, or at least if they haven't, they're about to hear, uh, you know, all the sports betting advertisements that are flooding, you know, the, the commercials, airwaves. Um, what we do is we're not a standalone sports book per se, like a DraftKings or a FanDuel. Um, we're actually a B2B software provider for the sports books that play in the legal market. Um, so what we do is we come in, you know, we, we try to build a front, a better front end user experience, a better mousetrap, uh, you know, so to speak. And then the goal is to either sell that or license it to the larger sports books that are playing right now in the legal market. So, so Justin, am I hearing the fact, like, so you're not selling this to direct to consumers, right? You're going to be looking specifically to those big companies, but will it be your software that they're seeing when they sign up for DraftKings or when they sign up for uh, one of the other players, unfortunately, I'm not a better, so I don't know any of them other than DraftKings, because to your point, they're all over the airways at this point. But right. um, so when they log in, is it your software they're going to be looking at from the outside in? Uh, yes, absolutely. So what our software is made to do is it's made to kind of sit alongside of the existing sports betting uh, platforms that are out there in the market and essentially work in tandem with what is currently out there. Um, now we do introduce a whole new model, you know, proprietary features and functionalities that have never before uh, been seen within the sports betting industry, but we've designed it so that it works best with how people are traditionally used to betting sports and how the sports books have already aligned themselves. Now, when I think about sports betting, or when I think about sports books, um, I tend to think of and, and I'll be honest, I tend to think of old sweaty guys, you know, in an OTB, you know, in their A shirts kind of hanging out, A this and A that, you know, I, I, that's what I tend to think of. And that's, of course, a caricature, right? That's, that's not the reality of modern sports betting. Now, you know, fast forward my prejudices to what I see on ESPN, um, which to me is stunning because, you know, if my father were alive now, um, he would be shocked at what ESPN has become over the last 10 to 15 years, which it's basically just a sports line, right? It's basically just a sports right. betting line at this point. So one of the big questions that we always ask any of our founders is, 
Um, what was your reason? What was your catalyst for starting this particular business in this particular space? Yeah, for sure. So, you know, I'll give you guys a little anecdote to kind of lead into that. Um, so, you know, back when I was in college, I, I'm sure you guys are familiar with uh, TED Talks or heard of TED Talks, right? Mm -hmm. um, I, I watched a TED Talk called Start With Why, and it was led by a gentleman named uh, Simon Sinek. And he posed that, you know, for every business or industry, there's there's three main levels, right? There's the the what, there's the how, and there's the why. And that 99% of businesses uh, formulate in that order, right? And the 1%, the, the Googles, the Apples, you know, those that are really poised to, to innovate, they flip that order and they start with the why, right? So it would have been very easy to say, well, uh, what, what do I want to do? I want to get into the legal sports betting industry. How am I going to do it? I'm going to build an app. And why am I going to do it? Because there's a lot of money to be made in the industry, right? But we flipped that and we started with why. And we said, okay, why does the traditional sports betting experience need to improve, right? Why is there still a, a major gap in terms of consumer needs in the market? And then once we figured out, you know, kind of why there was an issue, it allowed us to figure out how we were going to go about solving that issue. And that eventually over, you know, the course of a few years of R&D led us to our what, what hedge better is, right? Now, the reason I say that is because what we really have an opportunity to do is align incentives between sports books and sports betters, right? Another little quick um, example I'll give is the fact that, you know, sports betting and gambling is one of the only industries in the world uh, that gets to exhibit this or benefit from this uh, inversely correlated relationship between corporate profit and consumer satisfaction, right? I mean, you look at just across any business, business, any industry, it's a direct correlation between, hey, are your customers satisfied? Okay, that will translate to success within the business, right? Um, but with sports betting, I don't know anybody who's happy when they lose money. Um, and so, you know, that's how they make their money, the sports books, right? So they get to experience this relationship where the more dissatisfied you are as a consumer, the more money they make and the better they do ultimately. Now that's obviously somewhat of a generalization, but it holds true, right? And, and we look at it and we say, well, there doesn't need to be a reason why the success of the sports books and the profitability of sports betters is mutually exclusive. So what we've done is we've worked hard to develop a, a model and a platform that aligns incentives so that the sports books uh, will be able to make more money and uh, benefit from additional revenue streams, additional features, competitive advantages, et cetera. And the sports betters themselves will also get to uh, experience uh, more options, more control, increased profitability and, uh, and features that were never before seen within traditional sports betting. It's interesting that you say that because one of our next questions is like, we were going to ask why you felt your solution was the best answer to the problem that you're trying to solve. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if that's really the question I want to ask you at this point, but I figured it's on our list. Might as well ask it. But I think there's a secondary question I have for you after that. So I, I guess I'll just say, so why, why do you feel like your solution is, is the right answer versus what's already out there on the market? For sure. So for starters, right. And, you know, we can't talk, completely about exactly how we do what we do because of course of course i have to keep some of that close to our chest but um there's nobody in the market that is even posing um something that's as comprehensive uh as what we're bringing to the table with hedge better now there are some certain features and aspects that we've included in our platform that are being tested on a rudimentary level by some other startups in the industry but uh, they're only experimenting with facets of what we do. So we like to say that we're a complete one-stop shop for, for anything you would need 
and there's really nothing on the market that does everything that we do. Uh, the other component of that is now, you know, Hedgebetter utilizes a uh, what we call an expanded peer-to-peer uh, model, right? So we like to introduce the idea of individuals and groups being able to bet with each other. Um, now, while that's a more beneficial model for the sports book, it is more profitable and allows us to do all these expanded things and introduce these features that haven't been seen before. Uh, the one drawback that the industry has had with the peer-to-peer model and one hesitancy has been the fact that uh, it can have liquidity issues, right? Are there enough bets uh, being made in the market? Are there enough people taking bets? What is the turnover? You know, how, how are people able to find and, and place bets? And we've really spent the last two, almost three years of research and development solving that liquidity problem, right? So where some other startups out there, their, you know, their big answer is, well, let's introduce a peer-to-peer platform. That would, that's a cool idea. We started with the peer-to-peer platform years ago and then built off of that um, and really worked out the kinks so that we really not only incorporated the best benefits that this model has to offer, but we've solved the main issue uh, that was potentially holding uh, you know, the model back from breaking through into the industry. Now, when we think about a peer-to-peer model, right? And again, I got to confess my ignorance, right? Um, I'm fascinated by this because it's a good opportunity for me to learn, you know, um, as well about what Hedgebetter does. And of course, about uh, peer-to-peer engagement in the sports betting, uh, in the sports betting industry, which again, I know literally nothing about. Um, So when, if I'm coming along and let's say I want to put down a bet on uh, the New England Patriots uh, to win by a, uh, a touchdown or win by uh, a field goal, right, against right. the Carolina Panthers on a random Sunday in, let's say, November, okay? Um, how does that work for me on the on the user end, on the consumer end? What do I see, again, without giving away anything proprietary, what do I see when I engage with your platform? What's my experience like? What's my, what's my UX? Yeah, absolutely. So, I guess to start, I'd like to, you know, talk about what you'd probably see with the traditional sports betting experience, right? So, you know, when you, when in a traditional sports betting platform, whether it's a legal one, uh, an illegal one, right, you're basically going to be presented with a, uh, a set of defined options that you can choose from, right? And, you know, you said you wanted the Patriots to win by a touchdown, they're playing the Panthers, yada, yada. The sports book is going to tell you, okay, here's what the line is, here is what your odds are. If you want to risk this much, this is what you this is what you're getting paid, right? Um, you know, if the sports book decides to not let you bet the Patriots by a touchdown and instead only bet the Patriots by four points, that's their prerogative, right? There's really nothing you can do. Um, so with us, what we really allow you to do is take everything as basically uh, an educational experience where we're going to use what the sports book is telling you. Um, and what the data is telling you to, to say, hey, this is uh, so you can make an informed decision. This is what we're suggesting the odds should be. This is what we're suggesting the line should be. We're suggesting you should probably get this much to receive this much or vice versa, risk this much to receive that much. But we're never going to hold you to that, right? We're going to let you customize any aspect of that bet in order to be comfortable with it. So let's say the sports book said, hey, 
you know, the Patriots are favored by four points and you came along as a sports better and you said, nope, I want to, I want the Patriots to be favored by seven points and I'm going to risk a hundred dollars and win $150. Now that's not something you could do in a traditional sports book, but on the hedge better platform, you have the complete uh, customization option to create the bet uh, and tailor it as you see. Interesting. Now, how does the peer-to-peer -peer piece of that come in? For sure. So um, within sports betting, there's, uh, there's a concept called handicapping, right? Mm -hmm. And handicapping uh, is a fancy way of basically saying equalizing. Right. right. The goal of handicapping is, you know, let's say the, the Chiefs, you know, just coming off the Super Bowl are playing, I don't know, the, uh, uh, the, the Lions or so, somebody bad, right? Somebody who's notoriously bad in the NFL. The Denver um, Broncos, my, my team. Sure, why not? Let's exactly. you know, throw them in there. The, the Denver Broncos, right? <laughs> if you just said, you know, if you just asked a, a group of 100 people and you said, hey, where, where are you putting your money in the, the Denver Broncos or the Kansas City Chiefs, right? You, in reality, probably 80, 90% of those people, maybe even more, are going to put their money in the Kansas City Chiefs. But if you say, well, the Kansas City Chiefs have to win by 10 or more points in order for you to win your bet, right? Now you might get enough people who want to put their money on the Denver Broncos. And the whole goal of that is really what sports books are after in, in their traditional model is a 50-50 bet volume, right? They want, if there's 200 bucks being wagered on the game, they want 100 coming in on the Chiefs and they want 100 coming in on the Denver Broncos. The reason why they do this is because when the money's equal on both sides, they eliminate their market risk, right? They know no matter which team loses or wins, they have enough money coming in from the losers on the other side to pay the winners. And then they charge the losers a fee for losing, often known as the VIG or the juice, right? Um, and that becomes their profit. So, you know, you take 100 bucks from, the Broncos betters, you pay the hundred bucks that the Chiefs betters won, and then you charge all the Broncos betters 10% for losing. And you take that as your revenue, right? Within a peer-to-peer -peer model, every bet by default is at the equilibrium of 50-50 bet volume because you need one side to one side to put up the money and take the action on one side of the bet, and you need another party to put up the action and take the other side of the bet. And once that happens, you, you as the sports book have just become a market maker, not a bet taker. And now you have two parties who have put up equal sides of the action and they're going to pay each other depending on who wins or loses. So a peer-to-peer -peer model by default makes bet volume a 50-50 uh, outcome and thus eliminates the market risk that a sports book normally incurs uh, for a sports bet. Does anything to do with fantasy leagues have input or direct implications into any of that? Or is that com literally completely different? So in terms of the market, there's a huge crossover between fantasy, uh, you know, fantasy players and sports bettors, right? I mean, I yeah. think it's yeah. almost at something like 90%, uh, the amount to do both, right? So, you know, it, it's, it's, it, the consumer is almost one and the same. Um, and you, we also know that, you know, people who have certain players in fantasy or have implications that certain teams have to perform in fantasy, they're more likely to maybe bet that player or team in, in real life, right? But there's really no, um, I would say, direct impact right now between, you know, a fantasy football game and, you know, sports betting. 
let me ask you a question about the future before we wrap up here. So sports betting is um, clearly a large industry and growing larger um, uh, all of the time. Um, Again, quite frankly, shocking to me um, how many people put put that much, that many billions of, and it is billions of dollars into them, into that space. Um, And, you know, there's sports betting for everything from, uh, I mean, we talk about it in this country, you know, obviously football, um, baseball, uh, basketball, and hockey, what I call the big four. Uh, But then you also have international um, action, um, soccer, uh, cricket, you know, uh, I was just talking with somebody recently who's from India and, um, you know, he was going on and on about cricket. And, yeah. you know, I've watched maybe two cricket games in my entire life, right? Um, but it's huge in India and it's India's got a globally, yeah. huge globally, right? Um, and India, the Indian market alone is one point some odd billion people. I mean, they're all watching cricket. So where do you see um, hedge better going um, in the future? If you could project forward, um, let's say two to five years, where would you like to be inside of those markets with hedge better? Or, or are you looking at something, a different kind of vision uh, for your project? For sure. So, you know, just the way the the whole legality has been kind of introduced on a state by state basis. Right. It's very difficult for a sports betting startup to become a sanctioned sports betting outfit. Right. So the method of, you know, getting to market and getting to consumers for 99 percent of us is this approach of going to a sports book either selling or licensing the product to them and then having them implement the product to their consumers. Right. So in a sense, you know, that what you, you know, what you're talking about in terms of, you know, what markets we'd like to be into, you know, what we'd like to be involved in, that is really a big decision for us when it comes down to who we'd like to partner with or sell to. Right. Because we have to look at them and we have to say, okay, what markets are they in? What continents are they in? Right. Like, you know, are they, um, are, do they have plans to get, be active and aggressive in pursuing licenses in the states that have yet to legalize, right? So it, it, is, it is a big decision where I would like us to be um, is with a top tier sports book like a FanDuel or a DraftKings um, in as many states as possible because, you know, our model does work the larger uh, the market, the, the larger the consumer pool is, right? So I'd like to see us out there uh, to, to, in as many markets as possible, but really, uh, I, I think hedge better has a lot of potential in terms of what we're able to build off of this. Right. You know, um, one thing that, that I'll hint at that I think is, is, is kind of cool is a, a managed money group for sports betting called the hedge fund. Right. Um, which would become possible with the functionality and features, things that we were, we're bringing to the to the table in the Hedge Better platform. Um, but I'd really like to not only be in as in, in as many sportsbook platforms as possible, but I'd like to expand to make uh, sports betting not only a consumer friendly activity, but something uh, that can be considered not just a gamble, right? I think the stigma of sports betting, as you had mentioned earlier, is something that holds a lot of people back from from getting involved in it. And if we give them the tools to treat bets like assets and, and, and treat their deposits like investments as opposed to just gambles, um, we think there's a lot of opportunity to bring new faces into the market and really just expands the way we look at sports betting in general. Hey, and just for the record, before we get to that last and final question, cricket is the sport that I am the most fascinated about that I know the least about. Like, I really don't know anything about it, but watching it is fascinating. I don't know what it is about it but it's just an intriguing looking game. And I wish I knew more about it. I wish I knew the rules better, but just thought I'd throw that out there before I ask. Uh, so I guess lastly here, Justin, we, we really want to know 
um, you know, kind of what do you want to promote uh, uh, with this today? Like, what do you want to talk about? Is there anything that you want your our listeners to know about you, Hedge Better, uh, your futuristic uh, speaking engagements, websites that you want to promote? Anything that you want them to know about you before we we kind of sign off here? Give you a couple of seconds to just blurt out whatever you feel. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, you know, it's a little bit of a difficult question because, you know, as we talked about for us, you know, we're not essentially uh, going through consumer, uh, customer acquisition, right? So, you know, it's not like a, hey, come and sign up and, and bet with us today. Um, but we do encourage you to visit our website, www.hedgebetter.com. We do touch on um, a little bit of what we do on a high level. Really though, you know, if, you know, you're anybody out there that's uh, looking for, you know, an in, in investment, you know, shameless plug, if you're looking for something that, you know, has the potential uh, to have a high return at an, accelerate, at an accelerated rate, right? Because this is something that we see, you know, hopefully um, being sold or licensed off in the next six to 18 months. Um, you know, we'd love, we'd love for you to reach out. We're, we're always looking to expand our network. Um, we, are, we are still currently doing a, a seed round right now. Um, so if this is an opportunity that somebody's looking for to maybe get out of a, a hectic stock market and, you know, try, the, try, their, try their luck in, in the legal sports betting market, uh, we'd love to talk. And other than that, uh, look for Hedge Better because we have big plans to uh, be in your favorite sports book soon. Very cool. And of course, we here at Growthcraft look forward to helping Hedge Better accomplish those large goals through our Growthcraft startup community. So please check out our Growthcraft startup community, of which Hedge Better is a member at growthcraft-startup-community.myenetworks.co. You can click on the button that says request to join. And of course, you're going to be able to fill out our um, assessment of where you are as a startup, which will give you a roadmap for where you need to be. Also, you can check out um, all of our advisors uh, in all of our niches that can help you become and help your organization and your startup uh, become just a better, more valuable product and a, value, a valuable uh, project out in the market. Um, I'm, of course, um, the startup leadership advisor, helping folks out with leadership development and leading a team and growing a team. And through all those, quote unquote, soft skills that are really very difficult <laughs> when you're managing a startup and managing other folks. And of course, Tom is uh, here as our sales and marketing advisor, helping you understand how the sales process works in your startup so that you can sell more products and, of course, grow your company. Please check out all of those links and check out our advisors at growthcraft-startup-community.mn.co. And of course, we'll have the links to Growthcraft, Hedge Better, and all the different places that you can get a hold of us and this podcast in the show notes below the player of this, our very first episode of the Growthcraft podcast. Once again, I like... Oh, yeah, I was just going to say thank yeah. you very much, Justin. I was going to just run one more time before we just sign off here. Uh, thank you for jumping on with us. Appreciate it. And I learned a tremendous amount. So if there's anything, uh, if there's anything uh, gained here, it's definitely some, some extra knowledge about the sports betting world. So appreciate it much. No, absolutely. Thank you, guys. This was awesome. Appreciate you having me. Um, awesome being a part of Growthcraft and, and looking forward to everything that's, that's coming next with, uh, with the whole program. So thank you, guys. 